morning and welcome to the Thriving Podcast. Diabetes, type 2 diabetes I'm talking about, is a disease of toxicity. People often think they got diabetes as an act of God. They were unlucky, it was genetic, they inherited it from their grandmother, um, or it's because of some unknown nebulous cause that they can't quite put their finger on. Or it's just one of those things that happens that nobody knows why it happens. Well, actually, it's very simple. You get diabetes if you eat above the amount of sugar that your body can handle. And everyone's got their threshold and that will be different from person to person. My threshold might be twice as much as somebody else's and there might be somebody else out there whose threshold is twice as high as mine and so I would have to eat a certain amount of sugar in my life every day to get diabetes and they would have to eat a slightly different amount of sugar every day to get diabetes but all of us can get diabetes all of us can give ourselves diabetes if we so choose we just have to eat a lot of sugar and it's not actually just sugar it's everything you eat that will turn instantly into sugar when you eat it so uh, all the ultra processed grains the most common of which in our culture is wheat so if you're eating a piece of toast for breakfast that piece of toast is sugar it's not sugar when it's still a piece of toast but once you have swallowed it and it's entered your gut and it's been cut up into its individual molecules of sugar it'll enter your bloodstream as sugar when you're eating a bowl of pasta you're eating sugar when you're eating a meat pie you're eating the meat filling with sugar when you're eating a quiche or a pizza or a wrap or any other form of bread you're eating sugar so when you're talking, thinking about how much sugar do you eat in a day, you might think, well, I don't have much sugar. You might not put sugar in your tea and coffee. You might not put it on your breakfast cereal. You might not have jams and honeys. Um, and you might read labels of jars of salad dressing and uh, pasta sauces, and you might try and avoid sugars in those contents. But you might still be eating sugar because you're still eating bread and pasta and pastries and it's very straightforward there is there's a certain amount of sugar that you can um, have in your bloodstream your, your blood sugar level can be of a certain amount and above and beyond that certain amount very serious effects are happening in your body that will eventually kill you and since your body's only role in life is to keep you alive or keep itself alive it's obviously trying to do something about this. So you eat your sugar and the sugar will travel around your bloodstream looking for somewhere to get put. So it will get put into glycogen stores in liver and muscle. That's where it is supposed to go. But then they will get filled up because there's more sugar coming in and they're full. So they can't go there anymore. And so all the other cells of your body uh, will be potential recipients of sugar, not all the cells, but a number of them. And the um, sugar-carrying molecules that travel around the bloodstream will arrive at the cell and say, let me in, let me in, I have to get rid of this sugar, there's too much, I don't know what to do with it. And the cell will go, oh, all right then. 
um, and they'll let in a bit more sugar and then another one will come along oh, let me in let me in oh all right then come in and then there'll come a point when the cell is absolutely chockers and cannot cannot accept any more sugar so it'll shut the gate which means it'll become insulin resistant it will tell the insulin no I'm not listening to you I'm not accepting any more sugar I'm full that's it and so there's this sugar still running around your bloodstream your body knows it's going to kill you but what's it got to do it's going to end up depositing it in various places and doing damaging things mostly to your peripheral small blood vessels at the back of your eyes which is why diabetics get um, basically go blind um, and get retinopathy uh, also in the small vessels of the feet <clears> of <throat> the toes where the peripheries the tiny capillaries and not just in the toes that's just the place we know about because people often get their toes amputated as a result of that or even their whole feet but the entire vasculature will have damage caused by all this excess sugar and all this stuff's happening but we don't really feel it partly because we're not particularly aware and we're not particularly looking to feel it and we don't notice things about ourselves and partly because how we feel seems like oh well that's what you feel when you get older or it seems inexplicable or you go to the doctor and ask oh but why do I feel unwell and the doctor doesn't know because it could be any number of things it could be that but it could be a million other things and we tend to only call someone a diabetic officially when their blood sugar level has crept up past a certain threshold that somebody decided should be the, the, the area, the threshold at which you call someone diabetic. But what about that period of time when it was creeping up, when it's been creeping up for 10 or 20 years and it hasn't actually reached that magic figure that defines you as a diabetic, but it's still creeping up, something's still happening. But that's the part where there's no intervention and no diagnosis and so you just carry on on your merry way and all this stuff is happening inside you. Reminds me of those um, ocean liners that I don't know if this still happens where they would be filled with garbage that the country of origin didn't have space for and they would travel the world looking for a place to leave their garbage where someone else did have space in their landfill. And there were cases where they would go from port to port to port and be turned away. And I don't know what they eventually did. Maybe they dumped it all in the ocean, which is kind of what happens in your body. It's where they, the cells won't take any more sugar so it just gets dumped somewhere where it causes damage but we in the cities we don't know if something's been dumped in the ocean we don't feel it we don't see it we don't smell it eventually when it reaches a certain level then we know about it and then there's a huge outcry how could we allow this to happen this is terrible but it's been happening for decades so when you turn diabetic it's been happening for decades you didn't just wake up one day and you're diabetic and the day before you weren't it's been happening and all the changes in your vasculature have been happening changes in your retina in your toes and in your blood vessels everywhere have been happening I mean this would be an interesting challenge for someone to do I'm not prepared to do it I'm not diabetic and I could voluntarily eat a certain amount of sugar and ultra processed grains and become diabetic and then I could reverse that by removing those from my diet 
Now, not everyone is going to be able to reverse it because it depends how long you've had it for and how much damage there is. But there's certainly plenty of cases of people who have reversed their type 2 diabetes. Nothing that I'm saying applies to type 1 diabetes, which is a completely different mechanism. But with type 2 diabetes, it's perfectly possible to create diabetes in yourself on purpose if you should choose to do so. Um, and the answer is very simple. Just don't eat sugar and don't eat those ultra-processed grains, which turn to sugar as soon as they're in your body. Um, and no harm will come to you from doing this. I know there's um, people who claim that it's necessary to eat those foods. Um, even dietitians will advise diabetics to eat toast and bread and stuff like that, which I, I have no idea why. It's completely criminal. Uh, there's been, <laughs> everyone knows <laughs> that um, diabetics should not eat those foods, but the dietitians still advise people to eat those foods. That's a whole other story, and I might do a podcast on that in itself. But if you want more information on that, go to Gary Fetke's website and his wife Belinda Fetke's website, and you'll find out a lot of stuff about why and how it came to be that dietitians are advising diabetics to essentially kill themselves by or harm themselves faster than necessary by eating ultra-processed grains. So that's it for today.